major involvements uh, or major sports, at least, that, that Saudi Arabia is currently involved in. And we can speculate a little bit later as to why we think they're getting involved. But, Tev, do you want to uh, gander what gander a guess? Is that even English? I don't know. You want to hazard a guess as to what you think the next, um, the next step, at least sports-wise, what do you think? Where do you, where do you see this going? www.bigfivepodcast.com Boys and girls, listeners, viewers, we are leveling up. Big Five Podcast is our new big domain. Big yes, sir. Big, big teams. We have a new domain, guys. What it is, it's our new website. It's essentially the slicker, more... Ooh, styles version of our website. Go over there and you'll find all our contact as normal. We keep you posted with our latest episode. We have links to all our respective social channels. Speaking of yes, social sir. channels, let's thank you so much for all of you who have uh, participated in our polls. So giving a yes, no answer, A, B, generally it is, as well as your favorite part of the episode. It helps feed us, it helps drive us, it helps give us some indication of what content you like and how we yep. can better service that uh, desire man yep. there's lots of things happening we are wanting even bigger things to happen on our subscriber front we are so close to reaching a landmark for us it's going to mean a lot to Ty and I um, and we're just looking to get good conversation out there so if you enjoy the pod share it with a friend share it with family share it with people at work it's honestly the time to be a part of our vibe remember this is yes, a you as much as it is for us today we are talking international things we are talking Saudi. yes this sir this is the very big and present talking point in the world today especially in regards to football and ty you've come across interesting findings yeah Saudi. yeah yeah want to give us a little yeah so i don't want to uh, chase people away that don't really uh are not really into like the premier league of football so this is going to be a wider discussion, just so everybody knows. It's not going to really be... I mean, there's going to be a little bit of football because, I mean, it's Tev and I after all. So, But it's going to be more focused on Saudi Arabia's new involvement in sports as a whole and why we think that is and so on. So I just wanted to quickly start off just for a broader context because I think a lot of people have the misconception that Saudi has only recently got involved in sports. But I wanted to just run through the big milestones that they have hit. So starting in 2018, Saudi Arabia got um, involved with the WWE hosting two. It's a 10-year deal to host two major WWE events. In December 2019, they got involved in boxing where they hosted the Anthony Joshua and uh, Andy Ruiz Jr. Uh, fight, um, which was quite a big, quite a big deal. Um, in 2020... Um, there was a huge horse race that uh, took place. I think it was um, the purse for the horse race was $20 million or something, and it since has become an annual event. So there's WWE, boxing, uh, horse racing. Um, then in 21, Lionel Messi was signed as a, I guess, a tourism promoter for Saudi Arabia. Ambassador thing, yeah. Ambassador, yeah. And then in October 2021, the Saudi Public Investment Fund, which which we'll talk about quite a lot to the PIF, um, purchased Newcastle for uh, $400 million. Uh, in 20, at the end of 2021, 
the first Formula One race in Saudi Arabia was held in Jeddah. Um, and then in 2022 is when the notorious Live Golf Tour started. Yeah. Um, in July 2022, uh, the Public Investment Fund bought 17% of Aston Martin, the Formula One side of Aston Martin. December 2022, the big man himself, Cristiano Ronaldo, moved to Saudi Arabia and he actually did an interview, was it this week, early this week, last week, about MLS versus uh, the, the Saudi League, which is quite interesting as well, which we'll touch on. And then fast forward to now June 23, um, where the Public Investment Fund has bought four teams within the Saudi Pro League, which has led to obviously um, all these big purchases that we're going to touch on a little bit later. And then finally... There was a an agreement um, between Live Golf and, and the PGA, which also raised a few eyebrows. So basically, the context I'm trying to give you is that it's not it didn't just start now. This has been a long time coming. So we have wrestling, boxing, horse racing, um, obviously football, Formula One, and golf. Those are six major involvements uh, or major sports, at least that that Saudi Arabia is currently involved in. And we can speculate a little bit later as to why we think they're getting involved. But Tev, do you want to, do you want to uh, gander, what gander a guess? Is that even English? I don't know. You want to hazard a guess as to what you think the next, um, the next step, at least sports wise, what do you think? Where do you, where do you see this going? For me, logically, the next step would be cricket. I think we've seen what a massive impact that following it has been the Champions League, so to speak, of cricket in the IPL. We see each respective, um, I guess, um, nation nowadays have some kind of uh, cricketing T20 tournament. So we have the Cricket 2020 in South Africa. You have yeah. the uh, Big Blast, I think it is, in Australia, New Zealand. So I think yeah. the next step would be for Saudis to create their own version of the IPL. And because, yes. I mean... Uh, IPL has been the lucrative one to be involved with. Kind of cash that the Saudis have, we're going to see blockbuster signings. And it'll be similar to what we spoke about previously, where it's not just cricket, but it's entertainment. So we think yeah. of pyrotechnics, we think of halftime shows, there's some kind of fan interaction. Imagine like K-pop halftime show yes, equivalent um, yes. at a cricket game. It's just going to be massive, lots of influences, etc. So it's like cricket... I don't think rugby would have the kind of pool. There's no pool, I don't think. That side. Uh, maybe they actually jump on. Maybe they jump on touch rugby. Could be. I, could I, be. I, I have a feeling, I'm not going to lie, rugby feels haram to me. I don't know why. I feel like, <laughs> to all our, our Muslim listeners, I'm, I don't know if I'm, I'm, I don't mean to be offensive or anything. I just, I feel like it's violent. Okay, maybe haram is the wrong word. It, I feel like it doesn't rip. It's not representative of the ideal of 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 like is like Islam as to what I understand it. You know, it's like violence is not a thing. So, and even all the all the Muslim brothers at school never they don't really play rugby anyway. So, like, I and that's in South Africa. And that's yeah. in South Africa where there's actually where there's actually interest in it. So, I don't I don't know. Like maybe touch rugby, but I don't know if it's big enough globally to. There, is there money in it? That's the question. You that's know? true. And then to be chat tennis. We didn't chat tennis. Oh, I, then I, definitely tennis. Yeah, tennis has I to have an ATP event that goes that side. Do they have any tennis? I don't know. Uh, they might be part of the ATP Pro Tour. I don't know. But yeah, if not, uh, that that actually, that's that's a good shout. I think um, 
So uh, in my in my research as well, while I was reading up, um, basically the whole thing as to why um, I don't think we should touch too much on the sports washing side of it. I think we've we've discussed that quite extensively, and um, I don't know if that's what we want to do here and right now. So I think maybe we leave that aside. But um, I know <clears throat> during my research, what I also found is that a lot of people um, are they speculate that the reason that Saudi Arabia is now getting involved in sports is because a lot of the money comes from oil, right? And yeah. obviously, the oil, oil is a finite resource. It's going to, mm. eventually, it's going to run right. out. And you can't be so wealthy. And, you know, it's difficult to go from being poor to poor, man. Like, it's it's rough. Like, once you've lived the high life, it's difficult to go from, you know, eating lobster to eating sardines, if you know what I'm saying. So, like, obviously, they want to keep their level of, of wealth up. And the entertainment industry is one for the future. If you look at social media, the amount of money that's in it. Um, but the other thing that they're into, apparently, is tech. Um, I don't know too much about it, but there's a big um, push uh, to get involved in tech. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be it'll be quite interesting. But overall, do you have like a general kind of, I guess, perspective or feeling about it? Like when you see like, and we'll go through the list of players in a moment, but when you see, I don't know if you check Fabrizio Romano as much as I do. I, I mean, now that Arsenal's made all the big signings and we just whacked the MLS All-Stars 5-0, mm. easy money. But when you check... Fabrizio Romano, there's a lot of here we goes, and a lot of it is Ali Lal and Al, uh, like uh, Gerard's team. I don't want to butcher the name. I think it's cause. Did you like see that. the video of him saying, My name is Steven Press Gerard? Ahaba, Anna, Steven Gerard. Anna, El Etifaki, see you soon. Um, but yeah, what's your general thoughts on, on this whole kind of thing? Because it, it seems big right now. It's. Maybe because we football guys, so it's in our face. But yeah. it seems huge right now. What do you think? It is. It's that it's that time in the sun, man. We spoke about previously about everyone having their time in the sun. And this is now seeing the Premier League having something done to the Premier League that they've done countless times in many a decade for every other league. Premier League is where it's at. Everyone wants to go there because, yes, it's a um, competitive league. But beyond that, you know you're getting bank. You know... Yeah. Like I, I drew the comparison previously of someone in League One France getting paid the same amount as someone in like League League One League of One English football, below which the is championship, ridiculous. Yeah. But because yeah. of the um, money that they receive from TV rights, etc., it's just a lot of commercialism in the Premier League, and now we're seeing that rollback, um, or let me say that strength being taken away from the Premier League. So I understand. Yeah. I've seen that a lot of players. Come out to say, well, for me, it's about setting my family up. Who's gonna say no to uh, a paycheck that's seven times more than what you're currently earning? It just makes sense. And the the curious thing is that um, they're getting more, let me call them, middle-aged in football terms, football players, as opposed to everyone looking for that retirement package. So yes, that's yes. What I've been very yeah. curious to see. Like Neves is very young. Neves is that probably was a big like one, 22, yeah. 23. Yeah. Yeah, um, now I've really been shocked in that regard, like the age of the players that are moving over. But yeah, I'm just gonna say I no know. to a paycheck. Yeah, I know. And like some players, Kaladu Kulibali was one of them who said straight up, like I'm going for money. Like my, I can set up my family for generations to come here, you know. And that's kind of like, 
you know, that you are talking big money. I did hear on Sky Sports today, one of the ladies, I really like her, I don't, I forgot her name, but she was reporting on, because now um, Henderson has agreed, they've agreed a move yeah. for Henderson to go to Gerard Seaman. Um, she was like, yes, and some people say it's a lot of money, and they're like, but it's actually not that much money for him. He has a lot of money, and what he's doing here is he's destroying his legacy. Um, and I don't know, like, so I, from what I understand with the Saudi League, because a lot of people are also drawing comparisons between the Saudi Pro League and China, but it's very, mm. very different in what China wanted to do fundamentally. So China was trying to create that Super League, right? And they kind of, it just kind of started. I mean, the only notable person that went was Oscar. And um, I mean, there were a few others, but no one really at the same kind. Not, it wasn't like this Saudi move, this big thing. So what the yeah. public um, investment fund did was they bought these top four teams yeah. and they wanted to create, just like in England, the top four in England, to uplift, according to them, is to uplift the standard of football in Saudi Arabia. But now there is a long-term plan here and it's called Project 2030. They're not just trying to get external players to come in. There's a lot of rules actually about involving Saudi Arabian youth. So I think at yeah. the moment the squads are at 35 players max. I think 10 of them, I could be wrong, 10 of them have to be um, uh, below the age of 22 and they have to be Saudi Arabian um, nationals. Um, yeah. So there's a there's a big, and then the move is then they're going to change it in, in four or five or six years. They're going to change it again and make the squad slightly smaller, but they're going to keep the Saudi Arabian quota to the same. So their yeah. idea is to uplift the skill and uplift the interest in the in the league now um, by bringing in these players and then um, to create longevity for like the young up-and-coming Saudi Arabian because it's a football crazy um, country, you know, like it really is. It's 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 huge there um, that the victory over Argentina was like something else, man. So, yeah, but I mean, you mentioned um, Ruben Neves there. Just to the listeners, Give me a minute here because I'm literally, I'm going to read out all the names of every single player that has been linked to Saudi Arabia. Okay, now this is just links. It's no one that's necessarily gone. Some of them have moved. Some of them have rejected. Some of them are purely links, but they're all reliable links. Okay, so this is literally going to take me a, a, maybe a minute or two to read. Okay, so we start in the Premier League. N'Golo Kante, Ruben Neves, Kaladu Kalubali, Eduardo, uh, Edward Mendy, Roberto Firmino. All of them signed. Thiago Silva, I uh, don't think he's going. Aubameyang, he's not going. Gundogan, rejected. Son, rejected. Uh, Hugo Lloris, still don't know. Wilfred Zaha, uh, Abdullahi Decore, Yeri Mina, Adama Traore, Jao Moutinho, Lukaku, Carl Walker, Riyad Mahrez, who's just signed. Uh, or I don't know if he's signed, but it looks like it's a here we go. Thomas Partey, I don't think he's going. Hakim Ziyech, I think he failed his medicals. Bernardo Silva, Damari Gray, Jamie Vardy, Callum Hudson-Odoi, David De Gea, Philippe Coutinho, Jordan Henderson, Fabinho, Mitrovic, Aymeric Laporte, Willian, Luis Diaz, and Alex Telles. That's just Premier League, okay? Now, we run through La Liga. Luka Modric, Sergio Busquets, also rejected. Eden Hazard, Jordi Alba, Lewandowski, uh, Iago Aspas, Alvaro Morata, Papu Gomez, Sal Niguez, Niguez, the Atletico guy. Who didn't crack it at Chelsea? Antoine yeah. Griezmann, Rafinha, Umtiti, and Kessier. Jump to League One. Messi, we know he's not going. Like I said, he's not going. Neymar, Marco Verratti, Sergio Ramos, Alex Sanchez. And finally, uh, Serie A and Bundesliga. 
Marcelo Brozovic, who just signed, he's another one of those like kind of middle to late 20s, not quite over with his career that went. Um, Serge Milinkovic, Savage, Angel de Maria, Paul Pogba, Zielinski, Spinazzola, Berardi, uh, Mario Rui, Chiro Immobile, Sofian Amrabat, Sadio Mane, and Musa Diaby. Now, that's a list, bro. That is... That's a list. Heavy numbers there, man. Heavy numbers. Do you numbers. know what I'm and saying? And I think, like, they definitely know how to make an impact. I think one thing I, I hadn't um, considered, similar to what we said about Messi, about culturally and um, for their families, so for all the um, Muslim players, that makes a, a lot of sense. You're getting seven times your paycheck plus you're in an uh, Islamic nation. Yeah, you so feel your comfortable. your practices are accepted and it's it's great to be surrounded in a, a place that promotes your lifestyle and your, and your beliefs and everything. Exactly. Yeah, for so sure. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and the sheer numbers and offers that are coming from Saudi is it's incredible. I, I think, yeah, this is essentially the Premier League seeing uh, the reverse so, of what they've done do for you decades. Think, do you think, so we know Cristiano Ronaldo came out now in his interview and he said, um, and it, look, I know a lot of the interview things are taking it a little bit out of context because they leave out a lot of the questions that they ask and they just focus on his answer. Yeah. So it's a little bit unclear. But basically what he said is like, I've played a big part in uplifting the Saudi league. I don't think there's any argument there. And he said, in his opinion, the Saudi league is definitely better than MLS. Now, my question to you is this. Well, I don't know about the MLS. Their All-Stars played against Arsenal earlier today and they just got slapped up and down the pitch. So don't don't come talk to me about that. Although the All-Stars are a different game. But my question to you is this. Do you think that... that well, first of all, which league do you think is better? Saudi League or MLS? Saudi League with all these new players. Hard to say because we haven't watched. Yeah, it's hard to say, man. It's hard to say. I, I would still say that um, the MLS... Probably the better league if you're looking at it holistically and not just on new or big name players. Yeah. I think how they, they've run it is probably better than Saudi. Then again, I don't have too much um, insight into the Saudi league as yet, so I'll go and do my homework, but I think it kind of, is slightly better. It kind of feels like the Saudi league is new, though. I know it's not a mm. new league. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. know it's not a new league, but... It feels new. So to answer the question of which one we think is better is quite difficult, if you know what I mean. Because Which we decide MLS... towards the... Well, from... Okay, let's take it from a viewer's point of view. Which would you watch? Would you watch Saudi... Would you... Are you going to sign up now to Saudi League now that they have so many stars that uplift the league? I would... Or are you likely to watch um, MLS? I would consider it. I would consider it. Um, I'm more likely to want to watch the Saudi League than I am to want to watch the MLS because... The MLS reminds me of the PSL. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I see, a, I think it's probably at a higher level, but I see a lot of highlights from the MLS. A lot of, like, Pushkas nominations and stuff, right? I do. I always see it, but I've tried to watch it before, and it just doesn't get me. I mean, Messi scored a brace on his... And Messi's still the GOAT, no doubt, but he scored a brace on his opening goal. So I'm more inclined. I feel like I would... But maybe it's also out of interest sake now, right? Because I kind mm. of know the MLS, and now it's like there's this new thing that I want mm. to know about, that I have questions about. Oh, is it going to yeah. live up to, to what they're saying? But do you think they can ever compete as a league? Like, realistically, do you think they can ever break into, like, the top... Uh, what are they ranked now? I think they rank the 50 or 40-something league in the mm. world. you think they can ever I break think... into top five, even? 
don't know about top five, but certainly top ten, top eight, maybe, maybe. Okay. Um, I think with the pull of these star players, it does uplift the league tremendously. Okay. I think. Yes. Um, competing in gets the AFC Champions League. It's like the Pacific Champions League. Yeah. So I think yeah. There will definitely be a lot more pull to that, and then obviously when they do well in the AFC um, Champions League. Then you have entries into the Club World Cup. Yes, so that's which... going to grow and just promote the league even more. Um, and FIFA, so I think, still... expanding that that Club World yeah, Cup. Yeah, yeah, they want mistaken. to really make it a full-on tournament. Shame just want more money again. These footballers, man, they don't get a break, bro. They just—it's never easy. But so... I, I do think there's there's hope for the this league. I definitely think. I think once we see managers. Big day managers start going across. Oh, Stevie G is not big. Stevie G is not big. Come on. Come on. Hello, I'm Steven Gerrard. I'm at Ali Ahmad. That, you know, hey, that guy. I don't see I think once you see, um, I think it, it will take time. And once you see the influence on the national team. Yes, okay. I think that's how you can define the progress. Because uh-huh. the U.S., has seen a uh, uh, a large um, improvement in their national squad. I would yes. say over the years that you've had more international players coming up, lifting yeah. league, yeah, take the Premier League as well. That's built on the backs of foreign players and foreign talent, and that's yeah. uplifted yeah. England to be I don't know, a greater. Uh, well, I think it's it's something that we can um, keep an eye on. And we, Ted, you wanted to ask our listeners as our closing point. What something else that they should be keeping their eye on over the next couple of weeks? You know we love football. You know we love competitions. We love the World Cup. And what better tournament to watch than the Women's FIFA World Cup that's on at the moment. It runs until the 20th of August, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we had some really good games uh, in the opening game on Thursday, the 20th. Um, so lots of great football on show at the moment. Banyana Banyana are playing in that tournament as well. They are in Group G, if I'm not mistaken. So they've taken on Sweden in the first game, and we just hope that we see a lot more progression from the team. These are well, notable players that know how to carry our African flag high. Yes, sir. Um, so keep an eye out for that. And we just wish Banyana Banyana the best. Yeah, and... Um... The, the knockout rounds, eh? Big ups, big ups to women's football as a whole. Um, I've been watching some of it, and it's really, really improved. Um, you know, obviously, it was never, um, you know, a male and female thing. It was always about money and investments, and I think there's a growing investment into women's football. Um, and again, say what you want, Arsenal does really well at this, but um, female football is really, really on the rise, and I do encourage anyone, like if you. If you really want to watch um, something, like if you have nothing to watch, there's some. It, it's hosted in Australia and New Zealand, so the timing might be a little bit difficult for some people. I know for me, it's like the first game is like in the afternoon. Both games are like kind of in the afternoon-ish time. It's in the evening there. So yeah, in the morning, I think in South Africa and the UK. Yeah. So I do encourage everybody to watch it um, after you finished watching The Big Vibe. Um, once again, we always recommend Spotify so you can hop between the video and the listening. Please do like, share, subscribe. Give us a rating on Spotify wherever you're listening. Um, we have a goal that we're trying to achieve. Um, you'll see 
the presence on social media is growing. We're doing our thing and we hope that you like it. There's always that poll question. What was your favorite part of the episode? It helps us tremendously. If you take a few seconds out of your day just to quickly summarize how you felt about the episode. Uh, we enjoy the positive, uh, positive feedback, but we really, really appreciate the criticism. Just don't be too harsh and don't do it in the ratings. Just do it privately <laughs> in, in, in the question. In the DMs, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, just DMs. Oh, you can you can do it on the on the Spotify question because we choose what we publish, and if it's real mean, we won't publish it. So, yeah, <laughs> please do, and um, yeah, keep an eye. Like we keep saying, keep an eye on your boys. We've got some some plans coming up. Um, some tasty yes, things. Www. is the first of the changes. Keep an eye on it, and that is all from me. Big things in coming, man. Stay tuned to your. Oh, we have so much in store for you. Guys, it's going to be such a fun journey. I'm glad that you'll be a part of it. And we'll see you again next week on The Big Vibe with Kevin Ty. Adios. See you later, guys.